the In Conversation podcast series with author Nigel Beckles. Welcome to the podcast. Get ready for takeoff. Welcome back to my In Conversation podcast series. My guest for this episode is an author and the survivor of a severely abusive relationship. Rezna Katoon. Greetings, Rezna. Welcome to my podcast series. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast today. You're most welcome. So what have you been up to? Recently, because of the domestic violence, which was really bad during lockdown. So recently I did quite a lot of interviews and Zoom meetings and just raising awareness so a lot more people can talk about it and become aware of domestic abuse. Yes, because I, yeah. actually, I actually started a, a Facebook group for survivors and victims of domestic abuse some eight years ago yeah. now. So the increase in yeah. domestic abuse during the lockdown has been a very hot topic at the moment because it has yeah. gone up dramatically. Yes. There's no doubt about that. And not yeah. just here, in, but in other countries mm. as well. So where did you grow up? So I was born in Bow in East London, a beautiful part of East London. And then we moved to Stratford. Stratford and we're still here in Stratford so I've always been an East London girl and in my heart I'm still an East London girl. Well we were talking about abusive relationships earlier and I understand you've been in an abusive relationship so how did you meet your abusive ex-partner? So I was 17 years of age and he was 18 and we came across each other it was in Leicester Square we started talking and straight away there was a we sort of hit it off from then on, we just started meeting each other. And next thing we knew, we were living together. And then that was the start of the relationship. So how long did you live together? From the beginning to end, I was with him for 25 years. I moved in with him quite quickly. I stayed with him 25 years of my life. Well, it is quite common for abusers to rush their partners into living together etc when did you realize you were in a abusive relationship this might sound a bit ridiculous or stupid to some people when they hear this but it was actually after 20 years of being with him I realized I was in a domestic abuse relationship and I had a slight wake-up call and I started questioning everything but it wasn't until I came across three other ladies who actually gave me the real wake but it did it after 20 years of being with him I realized I was in an extreme abusive relationship and what kind of abuse did you experience first it started with physical abuse then after 12 years the physical abuse stopped because by then he already built all the fear in me then it started with emotional abuse then it was mental abuse then it got to the extreme of gaslighting abuse and then obviously with all the abuse you have the enormous fear but I live with so much fear every day. Then I was completely isolated from friends and family. I was extremely controlled. I was isolated from society. I lived in my house with him like a prisoner, to be honest. I was just with him all the time, constantly. Even going to the shops was with him. I didn't see my friends and family. The last 10 years, I didn't see anybody. So I had all the domestic abuse. Sexual abuse was there as well. The only thing I didn't experience with him was financial abuse. So he didn't control the money. But I did have digital abuse where he was in control of my phone. He was in control of what I was looking at on YouTube. But I didn't come across financial 
mental abuse, which I'm aware of it now. But all this abuse does come together in a nutshell altogether. So in order for them to control you, they do use emotional abuse and mental abuse to gain that control over the victim. Abusers are motivated by power and control. So they will use different tactics to obtain that. But that is the ultimate goal. But you mentioned gaslighting Mm. earlier. Could you explain that for our listeners? What is gaslighting? Yeah. So gaslighting abuse is extreme manipulative way of controlling the victim. They will show you evidence of something and they will say it is happening, but you know it's not happening. So my gaslighting abuse was that he would tell me that the reason all these things are happening, the way he's behaving and I need to cut all my family off and all my friends off because I have severe black magic problem. And he would show me things He would burn something and say, look, the reason, can you see when we're burning this item, can you hear some noise? That means you've got black magic problems. So you'd think, oh, because you really want to believe, you want to have an answer. And then you start doubting yourself and you you become the crazy mental one and he becomes the good person. So in gaslighting, they make it your wrong and they're right and they manipulate you so much. And then you believe your abuser But the thing is, you actually know it's wrong, but you became so insane and so mentally traumatised that you start questioning yourself and think, oh my God, am I going insane? It's me. Because they show you evidence that this is all happening for certain reason and you believe them. But it's extreme, extreme manipulation. You know, when we talk about domestic abuse, there are different levels. There, There is a level where they manipulate you and they emotionally, mentally abuse you. Then we get into the narcissistic side of abusers when they are narcissistic. And they are extreme abusers. Oh, yes. One of my specialist subjects is narcissists and the various types of abuse they perpetrate. So, Resna, how did you escape this abusive relationship? It took me a very long time. Once I realised I was in an abusive relationship and then I had to understand what type of character he was... So I started um, looking on YouTube in secret, hiding in the toilet on my phone and understanding narcissistic behaviour, understanding controlling relationship, understanding domestic abuse, uh, the different types of abuse that happens in domestic um, violent relationship. So once I started studying, my brain started waking up. I met these three amazing ladies who actually started empowering me, making me love myself and feel confident in myself. And once I realised the situation I was in, I started building up a little bit of confidence. In a very, very fearful way, I will ask him things. But then I'll be really scared as well. And then one day, the day I left him, actually everything just exploded in my face. He actually attacked me in front of my daughter. So when your abuser attacked your daughter, was was that the final straw for you? Yes. And she was saying, please, daddy, don't hurt my mum. The worthless feeling I felt, Nigel, and the look in her eyes I saw, that was enough for me. I couldn't carry on anymore. So why did you decide to write your book? Nigel, the reason I decided to write this book, because obviously I was in the relationship for 25 years. Once I came out of the relationship, so many people, friends and family, kept asking me, how can this happen? Um, Like, were you stupid? Why did you put up with it for 25 years? You had the support of your friends and family, can speak English. You, You could have gone to the police station. 
why did it last for so long? And this is why I decided I wanted to put it in writing, how it lasted so long, why it can last so long, how we can stay in an abusive relationship for so long. And this is the reason I wanted to write this book so people can understand how and why we, are, we stay in an abusive relationship for so long. So what's your book called and when was it published? So my book is called Why I Loved My Abuser. And the reason I called it is because 99% of the time we do love our abusers. We could be sitting and having breakfast with them every morning. We could be having lunch. It could be somebody's abusing you from a family to a friend and most of the time in a relationship. That's why I called it Why I Loved My Abuser. And it was published in June 2019. So what advice would you give to someone who is in an abusive relationship at the moment? You have to speak to somebody. This is so important. That's why the abuser controls you. So you don't speak to other people. So you don't have a wake up call and you don't get the support that you need. Somebody you trust, you must speak to them because while you're speaking to them, there is a chance that you're going to start building confidence in yourself and you're going to realize that you're in an abusive relationship and you need to leave. You start building your support system. You start planning how you're going to leave because some of these abusive relationships are so extreme that you have to plan how you're going to leave, how you're going to escape, what you're going to do for money. You've got to think about your family. You've got to think about the kids, your home, where you're going to leave. So you need to start planning things, you need to start educating. And it is hard, but sometimes I've even come across situations where women have just basically called the police and that, that was enough, just that one phone call. Once they got the courage, they called the police or they called the uh, women's aid, which is like a refuge place. And once they made that phone call, they break that fear and then they start moving forward. But you need to start speaking, you need to start accepting and you need to start acknowledging that you are in an abusive relationship and then you can move forward. Having a effective strategy to leave is obviously important, but then also mm. keeping safe after you've left is also important. When we look at the stats, on average, two women a week in yes. the UK are murdered by a partner or ex-partner. So, yeah, keeping safe afterwards is very important yeah. as well. So what other interests yeah. do you have besides supporting victims and survivors of abuse? So basically, I live, eat and sleep on raising <laughs> awareness on domestic abuse. I talk about it all the time. The only other interest I have because basically is going to the gym. And I find that going to the gym, doing yoga, doing a workout, it helps me release all the toxic behavior that I've taken in, in my body. Self-love, because when you go to, I found that when I go to the gym, I have a workout, I feel strong, I feel empowered. And I feel like I'm doing something for myself now. And it builds your confidence. You start appreciating yourself. You start loving yourself. So I do do um, a lot of gym workouts. And the other thing i find that's helped me a lot and it's absolutely amazing is meditation because your mind is so you've been abused for a long time you've been suppressed for a long time so you do need to do a lot of self-realization you're you need to calm your brain down you need to take in everything you're on a healing process so i do go to the gym quite often and i do a lot of meditation i almost meditate every day 
So, Rizna, how can people contact you? So, people can contact me through my Instagram. You can also buy the book from Waterstones online and Amazon online. And I have the contact uh, details of my Instagram account on my book as well. Well, Rizna, that's been very interesting. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me today, Nigel. And everybody stay safe. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Have you experienced several failed relationships or been through a divorce? How can you avoid making the same mistakes again? How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes is out now. Hi, my name is Nigel Beckles. My new book is packed with practical and common sense strategies that you can use to make better relationship choices. Now you can discover the dangerous myths about love. If your relationship expectations are realistic, why you could be falling in love for all the wrong reasons. How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes. It's a book that could change your life. Available from www.relationshipmistakesbook.com and amazon.co.uk. Kindle version also available. Award-winning author Pamela R. Haynes. Her latest book, Loving the Brothers, is available from Amazon and all good bookstores now. Nominated in the Best Writer category by the BLAC Awards for 2020. Loving the Brothers by author Pamela R. Haynes. Order your copy of a fantastic book now. Looking for Love is a documentary that explores black relationships in the UK, seeking answers to difficult questions, transforming the way we think about love and relationships. You know, 50% of couples who marry this year will get divorced. Looking for Love from the award-winning director Menelik Shabazz is finally available on DVD. If I had been to a counsellor or been to a therapist, I would have dealt with a lot of those issues a lot quicker. Get yours today from lookingforlovefilm.com. Thank you for listening. Please join me for another In Conversations podcast very soon for more interesting and entertaining discussions. Stay safe. Please like the podcast and subscribe to this channel. Thank you. Please like the podcast and subscribe to this channel. Thank you.